0: And welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the Talkstar Radio Network. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is 1-877-528-8255. Email xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.xzoneradio.com and xzonetv.com. My guest this hour is no stranger to the Exxon. Her name is Tara Green, and she is in Toronto, Ontario. Tara does everything from tarot card readings, of course, dream analysis, and is truly a lady who dabbles in all aspects of new age, paranormal stuff. And uh, joining me now from her home in Toronto is Tara Green. Hey, Tara, how are you, my dear friend?
2: I'm doing great, Rob. Glad to be
3: back.
0: Glad having you back, Tara. Um, one of the uh, one of the producers here would like to know, as as a lady who is into the 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 new age genre, what your opinion is of the new movie coming out called 2012.
2: Uh, well, actually, I've only seen previews of it, and uh-huh. you know, it looks like a big Hollywood, you know, cash in on the fear, you know, kind of a big blow up kind of mm-hmm. movie. Um, But, you know, I can see that even in the trailers, it has some kind of a, you know, uplifting kind of spiritual, you know, I really can't say until I've seen it. But, you know, the media has just latched on to, you know, I forget how many hundreds of thousands of websites I was just looking at this the other day are on referring to 2012, referring to that Mayan end date, you know. So, you know, at this point, I think it's become obviously very commercial. And the interesting thing for me is how something that started out, you know, from Jose Arguelles from the first harmonic convergence um, in August 16th and 17th, 1987, has become totally, uh, you know, middle of the road, totally like Hollywood, you know? So I would say go see it, but don't, you know, don't buy into the fear, you know? Yeah,
0: I I agree. I think that this is another Hollywood make, plus the person who did Independence Day is the same director-producer for this movie. And it
2: looks like Independence Day, you know?
0: Yeah, it does. I saw a few of the... um... Of the uh, trailers and mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't waste my money going to see it
2: oh, did well, I if, see you, that if you like that kind of big blow up you know they blow them up really good kind of thing it could be fun you know I just mm. wouldn't take it too seriously you know that
0: is true that is true tell me what do you think is going that is going to happen on December the 21st 2012
2: well you know um, there are of course from experts who study this kind of thing two different views Um one of which is John Major Jenkins, and he talks about December 21st, 2012. And then there's another man called Kaelman, and he says it's actually October 2011, I believe. I don't have the exact date. Um, and my cousin, who actually works with these archaeo, uh, astronomers in Palenque, and it is only the um, end date of one major cycle. Mm-hmm. Now, people are tying this in, but they don't really have you know, pure tie-ins. There are Mayan elders who are now coming forward and saying, you know, uh, we believe there's a big shift in the in the consciousness, right?
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, I don't think the world's gonna end. It's like, you know, it's already created an energy and as, you know, we do create our own reality. Um, you know, people are looking for some way mm-hmm. to, um what's the word? Kind of escape. Yes. Um from the reality. Um and I think that, you know, people are going to get what they expect to some degree. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I do. I do. People are looking, some people are looking for that big rock in the sky to come slamming down on Earth. But these are the same people who probably were getting ready for the end of the world at 2012. I uh, Not 2012, Y2K. At, at,
2: in the year 2000, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Tara, Tara, you and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. www.tarataro. Dot com. Tara Green is my special guest, and uh, Tara and I will be back in two minutes as the X-Zone continues right here live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Guilda Wiacca, almost every show every episode and much more but the question has always been how do you do it well now thanks to the folks at 123 ready tv i have the answer for you they have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.x zbn.net
1: Hello, I'm Justina Marsh and with my dad Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do
0: you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but
1: we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing
0: this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Tara Green is our special guest. Her website is Uh Tara, you also do dream analysis, and have you been finding that people have been coming to you with more complicated dreams than before?
2: Um, some people are, but I'm really finding, you know, that people are very stressed out about their own realities these days, and especially financial, you mm-hmm. know. So even though people are still concerned about their relationships, I think it's a lot of it is very much, you know, very practical. But um, yeah, some people are telling me their dreams are much more complicated or they're more aware of them because I do believe that people's psychic awareness is expanding in general. And that's what I really do feel is happening as we get towards 2012, actually.
0: What do you think is causing this psychic awareness?
2: Uh, Well, you know, some people are saying we're entering the age of Aquarius, and there was that big lineup of planets Mm -hmm. at the beginning of this year, although, you know, again, there are different theories about when that actually starts. So really what that's about is everybody beginning to sense that we are all in this together, and that is what the Mayan elders are saying, that we're going to shift out of a duality consciousness into a unity consciousness December 21st, 2012. So I would begin, I don't think it's going to be like, an, if it happens that way, I don't think it's like instant flip a switch. Mm-hmm. I think it's a slow, gradual process. And really we're now only just over three years away. You know, it's you know, funny it's because a lot of enough. the
0: people that we've had on the show over the years uh, to, who talked about the Mayan calendar being all mm-hmm. this negativity have been slowly drifting away. You yeah. know, it's it's like more and more people are coming to their senses, and the hoopla and the negativity that is being portrayed by by this movie that's coming out, as well as the the doom and gloom uh, modern prophets who are tying the the end of the Mayan calendar with the Book of Revelations. Yeah, you know, something is happening with them. I I don't know if it's a spiritual awakening where they're finally getting the message, or they're just not talking about it anymore
2: well you know there's i I mean i try to kind of keep track of all the different threads of this Mm -hmm. and there is someone who i'm quite interested in he talks about a kind of revel like revelations like there is a judgment day coming and that the you know, the crap is going to hit the fan and people's shadows are going to come out, you know, like their real selves, their hidden selves are going to come out and it's going to get pretty rocky. And so that's kind of interesting because he talks about another dimension that's actually lacing into ours, It has nothing to do with the Mayan calendar.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but that's his take on it. So it's just kind of interesting that people are kind of, there's the same kind of story from whatever background you come from, uh, not, you know, not necessarily Christian or Mayan or anything. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I do. But, you know, I the part I can't understand is when you talk to the Mayans themselves about the end of the Mayan calendar, they just kind of chuckle and say, well, yes, it's the end of one cycle, but when one cycle ends, another always yeah, starts. Yeah, another one
2: begins. Absolutely.
0: You know, and, you know, I, and I mean, I'm i just wondering if this, somebody from the Western world got a hold of this and said, hey, this is another neat way to make money.
2: Absolutely. You know, it's very commercial, you know. It's very commercial. So... Um, You know, like Carl Jung, you know, the psychologist, you know, in a way, if we're talking about dreams, it, you know, again, this whole thing about what people are projecting um, about what's happening in 2012 is really people's own stuff. Do you know what I mean? No. They're making of it whatever they want.
0: Oh, all right. That makes sense. You know, and I remember going back to uh, the year 2000, Y2K, I was at uh, 610 CKTB and we did a remote live from the, from the brink of the horseshoe falls that night and as the ball was coming down the um, Skylon tower everybody's counting 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 and i just shut everything off <laughs> and i came back 5 minutes 5 seconds later and i said we're here All the lights are on. The world is still the way it was. Happy New Year 2000. Right. But I, I, remembering those days, I'll always remember this elderly lady, about 80 years old. She she had a twin. And she called up the show crying, Tara, because she couldn't afford the freeze-dried food that another talk show host was talking about. They couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, they couldn't get rid of all their cash and buy gold. They they had just spent whatever money they had on a generator, and my heart went out to these people. Mm-hmm. And and to see people actually taking advantage of people this way, man, yeah, it's th- pretty th- crap. It's so it's wrong. Crass. Yeah. And, and I'm sure Tara that as we get closer to 2012, these same people are going to come out of the cracks in the earth.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and and once again, try and make as much on people as they can.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you heard about this thing. Some guy from The Secret had this big uh, unfortunate sweat lodge in Sedona, Arizona, and a bunch of people were killed because it was totally, you know, usurping native things. They put plastic, or a bunch of people got killed oh, and got yes, injured, and yes, then the guy yes. was still running free. I'm going, that guy should be in jail for second-degree murder. Yeah. You know? So you know, I think, yes, there's going to be more hysteria for sure, but um, I think that, you know, astrologically, things are going mm-hmm. to be quite tough, and a lot of astrologers are predicting, you know, if you think things have changed now, and they attribute the corporate falls from just Pluto entering Capricorn, we got another 14 years to go. All right, Plus so as- more.
0: astrologically, what do you see in the astrological charts, Tara, for December 21st, 2012?
2: Well, it's it, not so much that that chart looks so amazing. Uh, the Mayans were actually tracking the planet Venus, and Venus is tied into their mythology mm-hmm. as the savior, kind of a messiah called Quetzalcoatl, who is an actual person who's become kind of deified. And Venus does cross the, in front of the sun uh, in June of 2012. So it's not that different than actually the lineup of the planets is more critical starting next year and into 2015. So, there is a sense, yes, the sun is crossing the galactic center, but it's been doing that since 1998.
0: When you have sat down and done a tarot card reading and mm-hmm. asked the cards to tell you what they foretell in 2012, what, what what has that reading profited, or what has it shown?
2: Well, you know, I think it's a very complex situation, you know. Um, And I think that because consciousness is expanding and things are going very fast, that things can keep changing all the time. Mm -hmm. That's really my feeling bottom line about what's going on right now, is that channels have opened up like never before. I do think we are already in a new reality. That is my feeling about it. And that, yes, people have more consciousness and more free will, and it's only going to speed up more and more. So I honestly... I don't think I can give one definitive answer because I think it's constantly in change and in flux because of what everybody's thinking. So it's very important that you get clear.
0: At this time, is 2012 set in stone or is it still very fluid based on what the people are going to be making of it?
2: Well, that's what I think. I think it's it's very much about learning that you do create your reality Mm -hmm. and that your own state of peace and balance and awareness is what will affect it. You know I think that's the most important thing to realize. So how could the
0: mm -hmm. the listeners best prepare for the unknown or the uncertainty that they feel?
2: Well I think in fact things have always been uncertain. We've been under the illusion that it isn't. Um, And I think that you have to stay open and you have to really learn to listen to trust your own feelings, Mm -hmm. your own intuition. It's very subtle. You have to learn to listen to what you feel, not your head. So, you know, the Native Americans or the Peruvian shamans would say, your heart is not in your, in your where you think from is not in your brain, but in your heart. So you have to learn to pull your consciousness from your head into your heart chakra and to learn to follow that. And that takes some practice. One so eight, we're really, mm-hmm. Go on. We're really taught to, to work from our logic linear. Everything is scientific. If it can't be proven, it doesn't exist. Well, that's not true anymore. And it never was true. It's just a point of view.
0: one 877 Toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. To reach us here at The X Zone in our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Toll free 1-800-610-7035. Email xzone at talkstarradio.com, on MSN Messenger talkstarradio at hotmail dot com and our websites www dot com and xzonetv.com. dot Tara, uh, are you finding that when you're going out to do readings for people uh, throughout the Greater Toronto Area that the questions that you're being asked are different? For example, we. When we were talking about dreams, you said people are more interested in finance as well as, as other aspects of their day-to-day reality. Are these the same type of questions you're getting for those who sit for a tarot card reading with you?
2: No, I'm finding that people are aware that they can't keep doing that same old job, mm-hmm. uh, that they have to do something that has meaning for them. I think that people are are getting disaffected with the the, the fast pace and the... And the disorientation and that you have no time to really reflect on anything anymore. And I'm finding more and more people going, I don't want to do this. Money isn't what really matters anymore, you know. And for people who've already, unfortunately, lost their jobs, I think that that's actually they're at, unfortunately, it's difficult, but they're at the beginning of that wake-up call because you're going to have to just learn how to do things differently and simplify. I think in general, you know, North American culture has been living, you know, in this big bubble and they're getting a the reality check. You
0: know? I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, we're coming up to a commercial break with the news at the bottom of the hour. I'd like to, you to give it some thought. Are things as dark as people believe they are? Tara Green is my special guest on Tara. And I will be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news. For more information on Tara, she has a wonderful website at www.tarataro.com. T-A-R-A-T-A-R-O-T dot com. We'll be back on the other side of this break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon, live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada.
1: This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Hi,
0: everyone. Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. Tara, bringing us my special guest, www.taratarot.com. And uh, Tara, earlier we were asking, I was asking you what the tarot cards said about the year uh, December twenty-first, 2012, and you did a reading for us, and what did you come up with?
2: Well, it's very interesting because... Um what uh, we've got here is there's three major cards appearing in this reading, mm-hmm. and the number three in, in, in itself has to do with birth, has to do with the goddess, and we are definitely entering the era of the goddess. I believe that that's very important, and her influence is in some ways coming through archetypally. Uh, on December 21st, 2012, because of course there's all those 12, 21, you know, the 12 there adds up to three. So there is a kind of numerological key and the universe always sends us these clues like in a dream, there's kind of dream puns and there's symbols that we need to work with. So what it says here is that there's going to be a new beginning. It's actually very positive. Your last question was, are things really as negative? Um, And I think that in some ways, it's about the balance. Yes, things are very negative and things are also very positive. And the the key, the key card at the center of this reading is the card of justice um, or judgment, which in uh, the tarot decks are usually number eight because the number eight is the symbol of infinity. So in a sense, I think it's about choice and it's about balance and it's about peace. And it's about really going beyond duality uh we have the card of the high priestess here coming in um she is the both sides of the brain uh the the divine feminine the intuition the soul the psyche uh the dream world there we go we're talking about the dream world and the cards are showing very positive lots of emotional flow but the sense of and some people are going to be worried of course that's there too Mm -hmm. but the sense of by looking at our emotional state we begin to clear it and also there's this sense of kind of um a spiritual victory uh, as part of 2012, a sense of um, that we're more than the sum of our parts and we're actually way more than we have thought we are in the sense of moving from the heart, um, from the soul, uh, about love and about major change. So um, I feel that it's a very positive reading here. I did ask very specifically, you know, about 2012. Mm-hmm. Um So I think it really is that we are in a kind of karmic balance at that point. So in a sense, what I was saying, people are going to get the reality that they want. And I remember years ago, um, I worked with different spiritual teachers and they talked about the world dividing in two, that the people who are negative and into fear and into power, they were going to end up with a world like that. And the people who are really open and in their hearts and higher consciousness, they'll go into like a heaven world and there will actually be a kind of split that two realities would be created.
0: Well, doesn't, doesn't that kind of make sense, though? If
2: mm-hmm. And it know, could be a metaphor, yeah. you know? Uh, I think we're going to have to, you know, check out our feelings as mm-hmm. we go along, you know? But I think people have been living in this kind of blind, you know, emotional state. And, you know, on the one hand, if the world is going to end, I would think your question would be, gee, uh, what kind of state do I want to be in emotionally? you know, spiritually, if I'm going to die. And I think that's actually, there's a meaning in there for that too. And I think that's a very good thing to look at because I think it really helps you to go deep and look at, you know, what you're responsible for, what your karma is, you know. Um, the card of justice is, is related to the ancient Egyptian goddess Mott who weighed people's souls against an ostrich feather. And your soul, uh, if you wanted to go to heaven, your soul was supposed to be as light as a feather, which I always thought was very beautiful yeah. um, idea. Tell me, so, Tara, was, how, yeah. can, how can
0: a tarot card reader help mm-hmm. people on a daily basis or on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis? What? I, I said, how can a tarot card reader help someone oh,
2: in I their see. daily okay. life? Okay. Um, well, you know, people call me, they email me, they want a reflection, you know, I think we all have our own blind spots, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so I advise people for whatever they're going through, whatever their questions are, just to give them a kind of mirror of feedback, some kind of objectivity, you know, I, I sense and I tune into, you know, all kinds of other energies for people, and I read on that level, you know, so it's very, very practical, very supportive, I try to be... I'm um, optimistic. I always try to guide people that they're actually empowering themselves, that I'm not karmically responsible for telling them, you know, what to do, but I'm actually reflecting their own higher self. So it is good advice. I think we tend to get into our own little, you know, uh, stuckness, you know, and can't see the forest for the trees. And so it's good counseling.
0: What kind of, uh, what kind of energy forces do you also see?
2: Oh, I see all kinds of things. Um, negative stuff. Uh, there is lots of weird little black entities scurrying around all over the place. Um, and I feel things like when I'm out, I have to be very careful because people, people have like psychic energies all around them and they're not even conscious that they're angry. They send out these you know vectors of negative energy. You have to protect yourself. I'd say that's really important for anybody um, to when you go out to... Meditate a little bit to be focused to be clear to protect yourself. Um, There's all kinds of energies there's angels there's you know um, People all have I believe um, kind of an animal guardian uh, That walks with them that helps them Um, They have Archangel energies that they work with sometimes they come to you in dreams Mm -hmm. Um, I think everybody has them, but they're not aware and you have to become aware of it and to begin to work with it.
0: Are more and more people becoming aware that they also have these energies around them and that they can either work for them, against them, or they can actually be used to better themselves with?
2: Yeah, I think more and more people are becoming aware. I think, you know, the Internet, uh, people are thirsting for some kind of sense of meaning, and, and if the real world doesn't seem to make any sense, then people are kind of being drawn into you know, a, a understanding it on a spiritual level. And, yeah, I think it's important, though, again, the key is balance. There's not just positive energies and entities. There are negative ones, too. And the the negative ones are a reflection of your own self, and that's called the shadow. And, again, Carl Jung was the, you know, the the psychologist who brought this up, and it's very important to work with your shadow and to own. You had Debbie Ford on. She's one of the experts. Yes,
0: we had her on the other day. Working with your
2: shadow, yeah. She's wonderful. So you have to do that part of it, too. It's not all new age, light, light, light. You know, I don't really subscribe to the whole mm-hmm. new age thing because there, it's, not, it's not healthy to go into the light and ignore the dark. There is a balance.
0: And that you know, balance must be maintained.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Tara, yeah, Tara Green is our special guest, com. And um, one of our listeners would like to know, Tara, how you got... How is it that you became a tarot card reader?
2: Um, well, I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I sometimes go. Well, I didn't really expect to be doing this, but but I do have memories that I was uh, a witch in a past life and a high priestess, and I always kind of knew that I was connected. Um, so I think that for me in this this present life and in this age, uh, I think we do tend to. You know, bring through the qualities and, and the, the, what we've learned before. And I was always very psychic, mm-hmm. and it, it, you know, it just happened by synchronicity, you know, um, that I got to do this. I feel very blessed and very honored, you know, to be doing this. And I, I take myself very seriously, and, and I, I try to be honest and authentic and have integrity with people. And um, it's wonderful because I get to have this very heart to heart, almost soul touching empathy with people it's It's incredibly beautiful.
0: Do you take people to the next step? For example, I come to you as a person who's heard about you from a, a satisfied person that has been using your services for a while. I come mm-hmm. to you and say, "Tara, uh, I'd like you to do a tarot card reading for me and you do it." and I say, "All right, Tara, will you help me get to my next step in this in this evolution that we're in?"
2: Oh, absolutely, Um, absolutely, and for each person, you know, uh, often I find people are blocked Mm -hmm. and they stay, they want to find out, but they have very specific agendas. And, um, you know, sometimes it's very difficult to work with people like that because they really don't want to grow, but if you do want to grow and if you're open and if you're willing to really look deeply inside of yourself and take responsibility, and own things. I've seen people go through huge shifts, you know, and I can use the tarot cards, and I can use the astrology, and my intuition, and my guides, and, and, you know, yes, people do go to the next level, but it's entirely up to you, you know. So
0: they must want, they must have the desire. Absolutely. Now, tarot. what is the youngest age you have ever read for, uh, you've ever done a tarot card reading for?
2: Um, I think I've read for, like, Five year olds, actually. Wow.
0: Um,
2: Seven year olds. And, the, you know, children love tarot cards. And really, if you have a child, there is a very beautiful, it's like a fairy um, tarot deck. And my daughter, when she was younger, loved it. And it's very beautiful. And it ties in all the fairy tales through the 22 archetypes of the tarot. And it's really quite brilliant. Um, and it's called the inner child tarot. Uh, give your kids tarot cards. They're naturally intuitive, they're naturally spiritual. Um, your children can be your best tarot card readers. They don't need to know anything. They'll just tell you what it's about.
0: Is there any way or, something negative could come mm-hmm. through a child or an adult reading the tarot cards?
2: Is there something negative that could yes. come through? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's possible. And, you know, people say, oh, I don't want to see the death card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the death card is in the tarot is not necessarily bad or evil, or anything like that. It's strictly about change, and death is always a part of life. So I think it's how you interpret it, that the tarot cards can warn you, of course, about negative energies or negative um, emotional mm-hmm. states or mental states, you know. Um, I would say Ouija boards are way more dangerous because there are lower negative astral energies. You don't want to really call those
1: in.
0: Yeah, I've heard a lot I don't of, think
2: tarot I, cards necessarily would be a medium for that, but you know
0: I've heard a lot of horror stories about people who have decided that they were going to play with a tar- with a with a Ouija board and mm-hmm. they they received more than they bargained for.
2: Yeah, Ouija boards really I guess because pe- it's people's attitude about it. they there are a lot of lower level negative astral en- entities. We were just talking about poltergeists. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband said been found in actual that looks very real, a film of, the, of a poltergeist uh, on the Internet. And um, you do have to be careful, you know. There are all kinds of things out there.
0: So, how, do, how, little... so how does one protect themselves from encountering the negativity that's out there?
2: Well, I, I do believe that you it's your intention, and you do call upon your guardian angels, and you call upon beings of the white light, and you literally... Psychically imagine a white light or an amethyst fire around you, and you state, mm-hmm. I only invite negative, sorry, excuse me, see? I only invite positive energies into this circle.
0: I see. So what you're doing so is you you're, you're, you're protecting yourself.
2: You're saying, yeah, a so You have to be careful. See, I tripped up there? Did you or
0: was that a trip I mean, up or was that a Freudian slip?
2: Well, whatever you want to call it. But you have to be very careful. <laughs> Yeah, perfect example. Because you have to state everything positively. Yes. Okay.
0: And uh, I've I've heard of people uh, who imagine a white light around them
2: mm-hmm.
0: as a as a form of protection when doing uh, doing Ouija boards, as well as doing readings, as well as doing mm-hmm. tarot readings. Uh, in this day and age, are Ouija boards? as popular as they were towards the end of World War One and World War Two, when people wanted to communicate though with those that passed in the wars.
2: I think, you know, there was that whole spiritual revival mm-hmm. that started, you know, actually in the late 1900s, you know, with Theosophy and Madame Blavatsky and Alice Bailey. And I think it was more popular then because people didn't know about tarot cards and there wasn't this widespread knowledge about angels and, you know what I mean, other realities. So, Technically, I don't know how many Ouija boards they sell these days, but I think that people, you know, there's thousands of tarot decks. There's, yes. you know, yeah. everything you can imagine available to you. You know, shamans from Peru and Tibetan Rinpoche's, and, you know what I mean? People are way more sophisticated, I think.
0: Tara, you and I have to take our final break for this hour. Time always goes by so fast when my good friend Tara Green is with us from Toronto. Exonation. her website is www.tara.com. Tarot.com or is it tarotara. Tarot? No, it's Tarotarot.com, T-A-R-A-T-A-R-O-T.com. That's w dot T-A-R-A-T-A-R-O-T dot com. And when we come back from this commercial break, we'll get Tarot to give you the telephone number that you can call to set up, an arra- or set up or arrange an appointment. Or if you're planning a Christmas party, hey, this would be an ideal time to get a hold of Tarot and have her come in and Do Christmas readings for all your guests, friends, and family. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is The X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard still to come on tonight's show. Carol Taylor from Niagara is going to be joining us, telling us how spooky Niagara really is. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. Whatever you do, do not go away.
1: For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at
3: www.xzbn.net. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good To Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on too good to be true, visit www.xzbn.net.
2: Dreams are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom.
0: Tara Green is our special guest, www.taratarot.com. And Tarot, you know, speaking about uh, astrologically, what do you see for the year to come? Uh,
2: Sorry, Rob, I feel like your signal is bouncing all over the place. Um, Can you hear me okay? I can, yeah. Okay. Um, Well, we just entered a new era uh, on October 29th. Saturn left Virgo, and it entered the sign of Libra. So basically, for most of the next three years, um, that really shifts things because Saturn is the planet that rules everything in reality and it's been giving everybody a hard time uh, in Virgo. It will back up into Virgo for the, a little bit from March to May next year but mm-hmm. Saturn in Libra is much more fair balanced but it is like in a way the world is being judged literally in a karmic balance um, and then the revolution is going to start. Uh, the planets that were lined up that created the 60s are now going to come into full flower so um, it, it, the planets are lining up at zero degrees of uh, three signs. Um, that's going to start you'll feel that more in 2010, so basically everything is shifting we're like starting from zero in a sense on what we've built so innovation, really that sense of uh, higher consciousness, a sense of really revamping everything in culture corporations, uh, relationships, uh, all of that is going to come apart mm-hmm. and reinvent itself. So I think it's very very exciting. So um,
0: so do you think the year 2010 is going to be a good year all the way around? Do you see any major any major pitfalls?
2: Well, I think it's going to be I think there is going to be more calamity. I think mm-hmm. that people kind of need that, need to really have things fall apart even more to wake up. So I think people have to stay very flexible, very fluid, very much listening to what's right for them to do. Um, because it's going to be very, it's going to be literally like riding that surfboard all the way, you know, we're going through a huge shift and things are always rocky in the beginning as the old order crumbles.
0: Plus things are very strange when anything new happens, people it takes time to readjust. And I would imagine this is all part of the same system.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Tara, we are coming so close to the end of uh, tonight's show. First of all, I want to thank you very much for joining us uh, tonight. As always, great having you with us. And we'll have to have you back on towards the end of the year for your annual predictions for the year 2010.
2: Okay, that would be great, Rob. Thank you so much.
0: Now, Tara, tell our listeners how they can contact you for a private reading or consultation.
2: Okay, um, you can call me, 416-461-1999. Uh, or you can go to my website, com for a private reading. I also read through Skype all over the world, uh, or for parties in Toronto and the GTA.
0: Tara, take care of yourself, my good friend. You too. And okay, thank you so much. as always, great having you here, and uh, we'll be talking to you shortly. Okay. com.
2: Well, wonderful to be here. Thanks, Rob.
0: Take care, sweetie.
2: You too. All the best. You too now.
0: When we come back from the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past, Carol Taylor is going to be joining us from Niagara, talking about the strange, the weird, the bizarre, and the paranormal in Niagara Falls. And I'd like to welcome WYKO, MX92 and Oldies, 1300 in Michigan to the X-Zone as we continue live and around the world on Talkstar.